Thunder Media. The Bathurst 1000 has been run and won for the 2023 season. And Shane Van Gisbergen, Richie Stanaway become the second all-New Zealand pair to win Australia's great race. I feel like I should know the other one, but who was it? We look at Bathurst and the Qatar Grand Prix today on Inside Motorsport. I'll hope you'll stay with us. Shane Van Gisbergen and Richie Stanaway have taken out the victory at the Bathurst 1000. It was a moment for New Zealand motorsport to savour. But for Van Gisbergen, when was the moment? He knew that he could be a three-time and back-to-back winner of the Bathurst 1000. We were we were under the, under the radar pretty much in practice. We really did a lot of race runs and focused on that. You know, the soft tyre here and trying to make the car last a stint. I knew it would be a bit hotter today and, and you know, we really didn't have much speed in quality trim every time. I went out on good tyres and low fuel, the car was really bad. But race runs, I was pretty happy. We tried a few combinations of setups and stuff, but our our long runs looked pretty good, you know. Um, When we compared to um, Dave and Brody's times, we we knew we were going to be strong in the race. So, yeah, just my shootout lap was pretty boring, just sat in the middle of the road and drove around and really conservative, you know, just knew that our race car was going to be okay and... The stacking risk here is is killer. You know, we had to get in front of trip uh, double eight, um, and it, it was a it didn't wasn't real nice atmosphere at the start of the race. You know, working out strategies to try get in front of your teammates so you don't have to stack. And but yeah, that's the full time of this car. And but once once we had that um, that pit priority, we were there was no dramas. We were away. New Zealand having that win with Stanaway and Van Gisbergen. He spoke about what it was like to take that milestone. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, obviously, as Richie touched on, you know, to get him back in the sport and, and then seeing how he is this year, his mentality and drive, focus, determination on and off the track, it's been um, really cool to work with him. And, um, yeah, just... In some ways, I wish he was replacing me in that car. I know they've got a capable driver replacing, but I was secretly hoping Richie would get the drive. But um, he's in a good team. You know, Grove's got some great people, and I'm sure he'll do well next year if he's if that environment's as, as what, I, what it looks like. Um, but, yeah, pretty, pretty special moment. Kiwi's uh, on the top step. For Richie Stanaway, he has returned to supercar racing after, well, quitting motorsport altogether a few years ago. What has his thoughts been on not only the comeback to Triple Eight, but going next year to Grove Racing on a full-time basis? Yeah, feeling pretty good. Um, yeah, it was a pretty pretty rough time to be honest when I stopped racing. So uh, yeah, if you'd asked me a couple of years ago if I'd be here on the top step at Bathurst, it, I would have said it felt like a million miles away. So yeah, it's pretty surreal to be back here and. Yeah, I was just very fortunate to to get the opportunity to do that wild card last year and obviously that led on to the drive here at uh, Red Bull Ample Racing and then that's led led me back to racing full-time. So, yeah, it's um, very satisfying to, to get things back on track and, uh, yeah, I can't wait to to go racing full-time again. Stanaway has been mentored last year at Bathurst by Greg Murphy and this year by Shane Van Gisbergen. He gave us his thoughts on those relationships. Yeah, it's, it's helped a lot driving with, with both of them because, uh, 
yeah, they're just two of the most iconic uh, drivers from New Zealand. So to drive with Greg last year was, I guess, yeah, I needed that inspiration to come back. And then same again this year, driving with Shane. It's just inspired me to get the most out of myself and um, yeah, come back and uh, do things properly. <laughs> In 2019, Richie Stanaway did give up full-time racing. He spoke about that decision and coming back. Yeah, I, I definitely felt like I'd made, made the right decision at the time. Like, I wasn't regretting it and I was enjoying my time away, actually. But um, sort of just, yeah, had enough time um, between stopping racing and um, the wildcard opportunity to just be open to the idea of coming back and then it's kind of just progressed from there really um yeah doing the wild card last year and you know sort of at the start of this year I was still very unsure if you know I was just going to come back to co-drive and, and be around a little bit but but not full-time but then as the year progressed I got more and more certain that, that I, I wanted to come back racing full-time and uh yeah it's just been my experience here working at at triple eight and it's given me confidence because yeah the confidence was was pretty low after 2018 and 2019 I just felt like I felt like I'd forgotten how to drive basically and then you know now joining a great team like this and it's just given me a huge boost in my confidence again so yeah that's why when the opportunity came came up to race it at Groves I I was certain that it was the right thing to do to come back. Van Gisbergen had to manage the car, particularly the super soft tyres, which were tried at Mount Panorama for the first time this year. Yeah, it's weird. Like, you're driving around doing eights at the start of the stint where you could be doing sixes. Like, it's, um, yeah, this car's, you're just driving around at 60%, really, the whole stint, trying to manage the tyres and then hope you got something left at the end. So it's very different here, different to last few years where you're just flat out, like, for the last 400 k's or something and i missed that feeling a little bit but um yeah we're just cruising trying not to drop into the marbles really van gisbergen talked about his confidence knowing that their car hadn't been as fast as the second place getter brody kostecki all throughout practice no i had so many problems with the car at the end the rack clutch um, the last set of brakes wasn't very good and then rubber kept falling out of the splitter they kept saying they were pulling footballs out of the splitter every pit stop of rubber and um, but yeah, I had one five laps to go fall out at the cutting and it fell onto the right rear tyre and I had a big slide so that wasn't very nice but um, yeah just hope the thing held together and then obviously the teammates were having the gear shift issues so I was trying to be nice where I could but um, it's what it is. The finishing gap for Van Gisbergen was a massive one in the end and he spoke about having a race like that that in the end he was able to dominate. I was just waiting the whole time for a safety car to come out. It's Normally in Bathurst, there's always a late race safety car, so I was just hoping there wasn't, but yeah, the stats don't really mean much. Shane Van Gisbergen will be going overseas to America to race in NASCAR. Will he return to Bathurst anytime soon? I like this place and love the series still. You know, I want it, want it to be successful. Um, but yeah, I don't have a schedule for next year yet. Um, I've said to triple eight i will do the enduros with them if it allows but um i want to be a cup series driver so next year i'm going to fully immerse myself in nascar and xfinity truck some cup stuff and yeah i don't know what my schedule is but if it allows i'll come back here but 
I want to be in the Cup Series, so I'm doing everything I can to to get there. Brody Kostecki came home in second place all weekend. His car, he was driving with David Russell, was the benchmark for the race, but was the weekend just too good going into the 1,000-kilometre event? wasn't the back of my mind a little bit. Yeah, we did have an awesome weekend, um, but I sort of knew um, around lap 70 or 80 when we didn't take uh, didn't take that safety car, and these guys got 13 seconds of fuel on us, and Richie was able to um, start only two or three places behind um, D. Ross, so I knew it was going to be pretty hard from there on out, so... And these guys were, um, you know, pretty much class of the field all day and, and um, you know, were the fastest car in race trim. So, um, yeah, we still had to have a p- perfect race to beat those guys and they did an awesome job. And, and uh, but yeah, it's still a great weekend for the team and, um, yeah, we'll come back. It was a race that had a number of issues throughout it for different competitors. For Kostecki, there was tyre issues late in the race. Yeah, I mean, I was I was never going to win the race from um, where I was, but yeah, the second last stop, I don't don't really know what happened. I put tyres on, I was flat out doing tens, felt like an absolute wobbler out there. So um, yeah, not really sure what happened. And then obviously we pitted again for the last stint, and was hoping for a safety car, and didn't want to use too much of my tyre. But yeah, car felt back to normal again. But yeah, I was a bit worried. Um, the second last stint, I thought the thing was falling apart. To be honest. Brody Kostecki is the championship leader. So what is Kostecki's championship strategy? Try to win the next four races. Van Gisbergen is his closest pursuer. Has he given up on trying to get another championship? Oh, yeah. So anything can happen. There's still there's only four races left or something. And obviously Brody's doing very well. He doesn't make many mistakes. And, a, and as, as you have to be a bad day, he's still, he's still in the top five. So... Yeah, he's an awesome driver and, and, you know, their raw speed is definitely better than ours. Uh, our race pace is always pretty close, but, um, yeah. But Gold Coast is one of my better tracks and Adelaide is okay. So, yeah, hopefully we can put some pressure on them, but 150 points is still a lot. In third place, it was Dick Johnson Racing that had Tony D'Alberto and Anton Di Pasquale up on the podium. Um, yeah, it's good, mate. We we worked hard at this one. We felt we had a really good race car all week. Similar to Shane, we spent a lot of time doing race runs and just doing that hard stuff, saving tyres for the race and all that thing, all those things. Um, I felt like we maximised our day, which I've, I think I said that a couple of days ago in qualifying, and we're third. So that's, uh, that's what we got. Um, it feels good. It's a relief, but it doesn't feel like a win, that's for sure. The supercars head to the Gold Coast before finishing their season in Adelaide and will be well across all those races here on Inside Motorsport. To Qatar now, where Max Verstappen won the race. Nothing too exciting there. He's now wrapped up his third World Drivers' Championship with that win last weekend. On second spot on the podium was Australia's Oscar Piastri, who's having a remarkable rookie year. He had gone from winning the sprint race on Saturday to second place after starting in sixth and making a fantastic move when the Mercedes came together in turn one. He spoke about the weekend to FormulaOne.com. Yeah, very, very satisfied. I think that was, was the most we could have done. Uh, yeah, tough race out there and second and third for the team is uh, an amazing result. You know, it's been an amazing weekend in general, um, so yeah, very happy. From 
quite early on in the year. We knew Suzuka and here would probably be kind to us. It's been the case. Um, you know, I think it's Friday, I think both Lando and I were quite frustrated with ourselves um, in, in qualifying. I think yesterday, you know, obviously was, was a very good day for myself. And today I think it's been good and we were able to show the pace of the car. So, um, no, encouraging. You know, to finish within five seconds of max is, um, yeah, pretty unbelievable from the start of the season. So I'm very happy. That's all from a big weekend in Formula One and supercars. The Formula One head over to the Circuit of the Americas in Austin in just a few weeks' time. Until next time round, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.